are listening to the Classic Sermons Podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. You will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival sermons from great preachers of the past. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Open your Bible to Titus chapter, uh, chapter 1, if you will. Titus 1 and verse 9. Titus 1 and verse 9. I'll leave the PA up to you and the, uh, whoever justice they handle it back there, I'm sure. I will speak this morning a little while on the word convictions. Convictions. I want you to think about it. We need them in America. We need them in our homes. We need them in our business, in our church, in Sunday school, everywhere. We need conviction. Now look what Paul said in Titus 1 and verse 9. Holding forth, holding fast the faithful word as ye have been taught that it may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. For the many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision, whose mouth must be stopped, who subvert whole houses teaching things which they ought not, for filthy lucre's sake. Now, hold that view up. Underscore in your Bible, holding fast the faithful word, convictions, convictions. When I read my Bible, Joshua is a man of convictions, great convictions. I read about Elijah, a man of convictions. I read about Daniel, a man of convictions. I read about the Apostle Paul, a man of convictions. Now, I've lived a long life. Ninety years of it. Ninety years of it. Soon be ninety-one. I've lived a long life as a child of God, saved as a boy of fourteen, by convictions. I've got definite convictions about the Word of God and about the work of God. I stand for my conviction. Now, my father was a man of conviction, strong conviction. He got saved the very same time I did, about the same time. And But he had convictions, and he gave many to me. My first pastor, a dear man of God up in Louisville, Kentucky, J.N. Benford, was a man of conviction, strong conviction. I got them from him. Now, in this day, it's not so popular to have convictions. In this day, people compromise. They give way to the world the things of the world. But your need and my need, my dear friend, have convictions that stand and will be true in every hour. No matter what happens, what people say, what they do, we have convictions. I have convictions that stand with me through uh, thick and thin, and we must hold to them. Now, as a pastor, I had to have convictions. I did for 40 years and six months in one church, and stood for them, and kept it going. And we have that at conviction in Tennessee Temple in our school. This had to be done. We stood by the conviction. We had to live a certain way. We ordained that things should be done right. Now, I exhort you to have deep convictions, mother and dad and young people, all of you. Convictions about right and wrong, about the Word of God, about life, about eternity, about heaven, about hell, but have conviction. Have rock-rib convictions, rock-rib convictions that will stand with you. Conviction will help you make, make you a man, make you a woman, a lady of God. Uh, I think that a lot of folks would uh, profit by having conviction. I think Mr. Clinton might profit a little bit. Conviction, conviction, conviction to make a man. I think it would be wonderful to have. Now, you need to have convictions. Conviction brought me out of the Southern Baptist Convention. Made me an independent Baptist. My conviction led me to establish Tennessee Temple School back in 1946. 
and my convictions led me to the foreign mission program. I began supporting faith missions, and we send over, uh, well, a million dollars a year and more uh, the faith mission every year for the church. Now, you need convictions. Some people have none. They follow the crowd that take the line of least resistance. They hide their convictions if they have them. They're a little ashamed and not want to say too much. But get your conviction from the unchanging word. From the Bible, get your conviction about life, mother, dad, son, daughter, conviction about right and wrong. And without convictions, you will go on without your failing, without conviction. But with conviction, you'll stand and be true, and God will use you. Now, I go to a rescue mission. I preach in a lot of them. I preach in the big one, the small one, the biggest city. And the rescue mission, they sit there, half dead, men pulled in from the street, no convictions. They have none. Until Christ comes in and takes over in their lives. Now, we need convictions and get them and hold to them. Now, let me give a few thoughts quickly. Number one, have conviction about the Bible. This is God's holy word. This is God's inspired word. Every bit of it. I believe the Bible from cover to cover. And you should do so. And say, this is the Word of God. Faith comes to hearing, hearing with the Word of God. And you receive your touch with the Word of God and you stay with it. I recall when I first saw the Bible, I never, we never had one in the home. Until I was 14 years of age, we had no Bible. I went to Sunday school and saw little teachers stand up there and teach the Word of God from a Bible at 14 years of age. And it convicted my soul and brought me to the Savior. Now, have conviction about the Word of God and rejoice in that and carry your Bible with you and read your Bible and teach your Bible and think of the Word of God and have conviction this is God's inspired Word given to us, holy, infallible, eternal. This is the Word that stands forever and you hold the Bible. And in the Bible you find comfort in days of sorrow and trouble. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall have on and on. And the Word of God gives you comfort. And the Word of God gives you guidance and will show you what to do with your life, how you should spend your life, what you should do with the life that God has given you. And you need to follow that guidance. And the Word of God will give you strength and you hold to that. Now, I say have conviction of the vow. This is God's holy Word. Stand for it, believe it, read it, follow it, practice it, and David, they hold to the Bible. This is God's Word. You have the Bible. Read your Bible. Follow your Bible. Live by the Bible, and God will bless you. Number two, have conviction about salvation. I believe men are saved by grace through faith in Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And Paul said, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scripture. I believe in salvation by faith in Christ. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. The church cannot save, baptism cannot save, good works cannot save, but the message of salvation will bring salvation to every soul. And here's the Word of God. And the Word of God is needed. Now hold your Bible. Read your Bible. Study your Bible. Uh, pray about your Bible. And get it down deep in your heart. The world's confused around you. But hold to the Bible and you'll be steady and steadfast through every difficulty, every hour when you rest on the Word of God. One word to be saved. I gave it before. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. One way. Church membership, no. Baptism, no. Clean living, no. Active service, no. Helping others, no. Salvation by faith in Christ. Conviction about salvation. 
Now, there's a heaven, there's a hell. Hold to the Word of God. This is the Word of God that speaks to our heart. Now, number three, have conviction about holy living. Holy living. I speak of separation. In, in, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And again, and be not conformed to this world, but be it transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Again, listen. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be as separate, said the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Now, that's separation from the world. That living is separate life. If there's a question about something, don't do it. If there's a question mark in your mind, don't do it. Live a positive life, a definite life. Settle upon the Word of God and determine to be on God's side. Live the whole life. And if there's a doubt about something, do not do it. Ask yourself the question, what would Jesus do? Have convictions, conviction to stand and say, this is what I'm going to do. I will stand for my conviction and serve God and love Him. Determine to be right. If the world laughs at you, be right. Be on God's side. And the only that which would glorify Him. Convictions reveal and let people know of your convictions. As for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord and have conviction about your life and what you do. And if there's some question about something, don't do it. If there's a question mark, hold it off and say, I want God to guide me and show me what I should do. Have conviction. Have conviction. I mentioned one more. Have conviction about the will of God. The will of God. God has will for your life. Every life. Your life, my life, every life. Are you in the will of God? Can you say, I know God's will for my life. I will do God's will. Determine to know His will. And you can know His will. You can know the will of God. I was 18 years of age back in Louisville, Kentucky, as a boy in high school, finishing up high school. When I was at the service one Sunday morning and the pastor preached. And God spoke to my heart. He said, I want you to be a minister of the gospel, a preacher. I knew nothing about things of that sort. I got saved at 14 years of age. That was 18 years of age. And he said, I want you to preach the gospel. And I went forward in the church. I said, Pastor, I don't understand it. But I know God's called me to be a preacher. And he had me stand there at the front. And when I stood there, some eight or nine young men came and stood with me. They said, God called them also. And they came up after, after I did. But uh, out of the number there, the others turned away for some reason, did not go on. But God led me to go on and to stay with it up to this uh, present time. Wait a minute. Have conviction about the will of God. The will of God for your life. God has a will for your life. Are you in the will of God? Are you in God's holy will? Are you doing the thing that God wants you to do with your life, your precious life given you by God, your salvation by the blood of the Lord Jesus? Are you doing the thing that God wants you to do? And ask yourself the question, am I in the will of God? And pray that God will show you His will and disregard the world's offers, but say, I want to do what God has said with my life. I've got the one life. I don't want to waste it. I want to spend it right for the glory of God. Now, the will of God brings happiness and peace. When you're in the will of God, happiness out of His will, there is no happiness, no peace. Again, the will of God gives you a positive influence on others. And you live your life, and people see you and know the will of God in your life. And the will of God brings God's richest blessings upon you. And you can know the blessings of God. Now, let nothing shake you but say, yes, I want to know the will of God for my life. I want to know His will. I want to be in the center of His will. I want to do what God wants me to do with my life. 
Are you listening, young man, young woman, mother and dad? Are you listening? Are you in the will of God? Are you in, are you doing the very thing that God wants you to do with your life? Are you using these precious years that we have? And life is precious. God-given. And are you using that life that God has given you to glorify Him in His will? The holy will of the eternal God. And you'll say, oh God, I want to know your will. I want to do your will. Are you listening? Most people are out of the will of God. That reason for the sin and trouble. Most people out of the will of God. That reason you have trouble in Washington, D.C. That reason you have trouble in New York City. That reason you have trouble everywhere. People out of the will of God. And you'll say, oh God, I want to know your will. People out of the will of God. That's reading for penitentiaries and jails. People out of the will of God. And you're to say, oh God, I'll know the will of God for my life. Here's the reading for unhappiness. People out of the will of God, unhappy. Miserable. You must say, oh God, I want to be in your will. I'm committed to this matter of one thing. And this is what Paul is talking about. Hold fast the faithful word. And know that God has spoken to you. And that you're living and doing what God wants you to do with your life. But most people out of His will. And they're unhappy, miserable, sad. I had a friend of mine years ago back in Louisville, Kentucky. The most amazing man I've ever known in my life. He had marvelous speaking ability. He had a memory that beat anything. I've heard him quote entire books of the Bible. Word for word. Never missed a single word. I've held the Bible right before me. An amazing man, but he failed completely. He had no, had, had no aim for his life. And he lived a very a foolish life until finally, by accident, he was killed. And still a young man, but wasted a life, a God-given life. But he failed him. He was out of the will of God. He could do almost anything. He could preach. He could sing. He, he was used of the Lord in many ways around the church, but he never found the will of God for his life, and he turned away and died of failure. Now, what am I saying? You need to know the will of God. And say, oh God, I want your will in my life. I want to know the will and have convictions that I'm in the holy will of God for my life today, tomorrow, and all the days of my life. I want to be in the place God wants me to be. In my home life, in my business life, in my church life, in my spiritual life, in all of it. I want to be in the holy will of God. Have convictions, strong, uh, unshaken conviction, the conviction that will stand the storms that may blast upon you. But you stand and say, this I know is God's will for my life. Amen. Now, have conviction about the Bible. This holy word of God, read it, stay with it. I'm amazed that so many people have never read the Bible through. As a matter of fact, most people never read through. They've read portions of it, but they haven't read it all. And we need to read the Bible and cover to cover. Have a conviction about the Bible. Have a conviction about salvation. Are you born again? Then rejoice in that. And praise God. Never get away from it. Thank God every day for your salvation. And look up and say, praise God. I'm born again. I'm ready for heaven. Whatever may happen, I'm in His hands. Have conviction. Have convictions about holy living. I want to so live that others see Christ in my life. I want to so live that my life will be a shining light to people around me. I may be called eccentric. They may put you on the sidelines and say, oh, little fellow's off a little bit. No, no, you stand for your convictions. 
against the world, against the things of the world. Have conviction about holiness. Have conviction about the will of God. And say, oh God, this is my determination. I want to follow and do God's holy will all of the days of my life. I want to be in the center of the will of the eternal God. Now, that's what Paul is talking about. Holding fast the faithful word as it had been taught. And be of sound doctrine, both to exhort and convince the gainsayer. And Joshua is saying, but as for me in my house, we'll serve the Lord. Convictions, 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 convictions. And stand on your convictions. And stand true to God in every hour that people may know of your faith, of your determination, of the sincerity of your life as you live for Him daily and do His will. Conviction, conviction. Thank you for listening to the Classic Sermons podcast from PreachTheBible.org, a ministry of North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. To listen to many more powerful sermons, visit our website, PreachTheBible.org. If you enjoy Christian music and programming, visit KNVBC.com for Christian music you can trust.